the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hi Kids show. This is Hi Kids, for Kids, by Kids. My name is Rio Immerman and I'm nine years old. So coming up on Hi Kids today, I'm going to be speaking to Ruda Lundman. She's a journalist. What is a journalist? So listen kids, don't go away. We have a very interesting show today. Also on the show, I have a tongue twister to challenge your mouth and a high kid riddle to challenge your brain. So stay tuned. You don't want to miss this kid show. Share all the details if you have any questions for my guest or if you just want to say hi to your friends and family. The SMS number is 34519 and it's charged at 1 Rand 50. You can send me a WhatsApp on 061-895-1019 and please don't forget to sign your name. You can also call us on 010-140-3020. I repeat, 010-140-3020. Get ready for a very interesting show on High Kids today. You're listening to High Kids on 101.9 High FM. This is Hi Kids, for Kids, by Kids. My name is Rio Immerman and I'm nine years old. I have Ruda Lantman in studio with me. So send your questions to 34519 or WhatsApp to 061-895-1019. Good afternoon, Ruda. Hello, Rio. Let's start with the questions. What's a journalist? <laughs> I think of a journalist as a messenger. It's someone who goes out to find out what is happening and then comes back and tells other people, whether it's on the radio or on television, where I've worked on both. And I've also worked for a magazine. I worked for Saudi magazine at one point. And I worked for a newspaper. So those are all ways that one can tell one's story and one can bring information to people. And, of course, these days... There's Twitter and there's Facebook and there's yes. all kinds of other platforms. And stuff like that. You became famous for your weekly interviews and invest and investigative journalism on Carte Blanche. Who is your favorite person you interviewed? That's always a very difficult question because there were so many over the years. I was there for 19 years. You do a wow. few interviews in 19 years. <laughs> yes. Um, I spoke to Bishop Tutu once. That was absolutely wonderful. Um, I was in Israel twice, um, spoke to all kinds of really interesting people. Um, uh, Who was your favorite? My favorite, all-time favorite. Mm. Maybe one of the James Bond girls. Two of them came to visit South Africa. And I had seen the films, um, it was Dr. No, when I was scarcely older than you are now. Yeah. And here was the woman who was on the screen in front of me. Um, her name was, oh heavens, Ursula Andres. She walked out of this, uh, the ocean in a white bikini. Okay. And all the men fell down and could not breathe. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> must have seen some terrible things how did how did that make you feel as a journalist you have to try and almost like a doctor or a psychologist 
You have to distance yourself. You can't get into the emotion. Otherwise, you can't do your job. But you have to also, in order to understand and try and get the person to really tell his or her story, you have to open your heart. So it's a difficult balance. And sometimes... Sometimes you don't manage to keep the distance. The, and for me, always the, the worst was when, when children were hurt. Um, uh. And there was one little girl that I had to do an interview with who was really badly treated. And what I just, happened? I, oh, she was just, she had no one of her own and her older brother did horrible things to her. Shame. And I, I just couldn't. I started to cry and I, Hugged her, <laughs> and that was the end of the interview. <laughs> Why did you choose journalism? It is so interesting. You know, I think that most of us, um, there are three of us around the table, yes. um, with our technical person on the other side, and we come from such different backgrounds, and each of us probably grew up with people who are mostly like yourself yes. you know your parents friends come from the same cultural background yes. probably went to the same schools sang Some the same them, songs yeah because <laughs> my mother's an actress she has a lot of friends that didn't go to a school but most of them used to go to a school so we tend to stay in our boxes but journalism kicks you out of your box because it makes you speak to other people, to people that you wouldn't generally come across and you wouldn't generally sit down and have a conversation with. And that for me has always been a absolute pleasure and a privilege. Are you still a journalist now that you've no now that you're no longer with Carte Blanche? Not really. I do some freelance work. Um, I do interviews for a website, video interviews for a website called okay. The Change Exchange. But uh, no, yes. I don't really work as a journalist anymore. So you don't really work, but you do you interview on mm. videos. Mm. Why did you want to write a book? Because I like books. Me too. <laughs> I love books. I've got a million. <laughs> And I, it seems to me that your audience on a website is so much smaller. If you have a physical thing that you that's there on the shelf and you can tell people about it and you can lend it out, and you, then it feels as if it's much more real. Yes. What is the book about? It's a collection of these interviews that I've been doing over the past three and a half years. Um, I chose 18 different people. And they vary from hmm, John Carney and Mark Lottering and Katlejo Maboy, who are all entertainers, to journalists like Feriol Hafiji and, and Anton Harbour and so forth, uh, to the flautist, Wouter Kellerman, who is such an amazing person, and then a, a woman who started a, a home for for girls who lived on the streets because they didn't have their own homes. And uh, Mam Kanye. So a wide variety of people. And uh, a lot of people. I I brought them together in one book. I think I'm going to read that book because my grandmother's got it. Good. 
What do you love about your job? Meeting other people, getting a look into their lives, and being allowed into their lives. What do you not like about your job? Well, these days not too much because I'm semi-retired and I choose what I want You're to half, do. So, half retired. <laughs> but when I was working for God Blanche, I really don't like having to confront people about what they've done wrong, and yeah. we often had to do that. But it is very uncomfortable. Has anything embarrassing ever happened to you? That's my favorite question. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, not that I would tell you or your audience. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> we, uh, fortunately, most of Carte Blanche was uh, pre-recorded, so we could cut out the embarrassing bits. Okay. <laughs> uh, can you tell me anything embarrassing that ever happened to you? You should have told me of this before. I would have to think about it. The most embarrassing thing is if you sit there and the other person, you didn't do your homework properly. So you get an answer and you don't know. You don't understand. You don't understand what the person's saying and, and why he or she is saying it. And you don't know how to fit it into the bigger picture. And then afterwards you realize that he was lying to you. There were two guys once who sold me brake fluid, which we realized afterwards was water. I didn't know the difference. (laughs) Fortunately, the cameraman told me as we walked out, brake fluid goes into your car and we were, it makes the brakes work. And uh, we were after them because we thought that they were cheating people. Were they? They were. But because I didn't know the difference between brake fluid and water, (laughs) I couldn't, you know, um, make them. Yeah. What's the word? I, I couldn't. Um, dig, I had to just walk away. Oh. No, very bad. Do you have any pets? Are you talking about right now? Uh, not at the moment. We had a, a dog and a cat, and they both came to the o- end of long lives a while very, ago. Very, very long lives. Yeah, and we How haven't. Long? We long? haven't yet. Um, 14 and 18 years, I think. Wow. Yeah. That was yeah. a long time. Yeah. The cat's name was Nelson. Nelson the Mandela. <laughs> Nelson, Nelson the cat. Because he was black from head to toe and we acquired him in 1994. Uh, okay, so you called him Nelson Mandela. <laughs> and uh, the, dog? the dog was called Tomboy. Why? Because we thought she was a boy and then she was Tom and then she was a girl. So we make it made a tomboy. Yeah, I'm sort of a tomboy. Do you have a family? Yes, I've been married for almost 41 years now. Wow. Yes, very long time. And we have one son, and he got married in September last year, so we now have a daughter. Um, Yes, my family is the best thing in life. How do you feel about the work you do now? Oh, earlier. I always felt really privileged um, that I could do this work, because, partly also because television specifically makes you, really makes you part of people, people's lives. And 
Yes. You were not here when I walked in, but uh, your colleague, um, Cassie, uh, got up and said hello as if we'd known each other all our lives while we'd never met in person. Yes. But she feels that she knows me because she's seen yes. me in, in her living room so often. And that's a, it's privileged and it's, it's something that you have to handle with care. You know, you have to be yes. respectful. You say stories, not facts, change people's minds. Mm. Can you explain this to me? Have you ever tried to change someone's mind by telling him or her that uh, uh, no. no, the facts are not like this, the facts are like that? People, no, people don't, don't fall for I've that. Tried, I've tried that. They, but people are stuck in the way they see the world. But if you say to them. I will tell you about someone to whom this has happened. A story kind of gets behind his his defenses, and uh, you can he was, and you can change his mind. That's a nice tip. <laughs> Why do you believe journalism so is so important? Without it, you couldn't have democracy. It's democracy. Democracy is the way in which we decide who will govern us, who will be the, the president and okay. uh, who will be in parliament, etc., etc. And South Africa has made some bad choices in the recent past. Yes. But uh, people have to have information in order to make yes. good choices, solid choices. And journalism is, that's what we try and do, is yeah. To give people as much information as possible so that they can make up their own minds about stuff. Okay. Let's take a quick song break and we'll be right back. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 High FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Rio Emmerman and I'm nine years old. I have Ruda Lantman in the studio with me. If you have any questions for her, you can send an SMS to 34519 or WhatsApp to 061-895-1019. Now let's carry on with our questions with Ruda. What is your favorite book and why? <laughs> How do I have to choose that, Somanit, so quickly? That happens to um. me sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. I think the favorite book is the one next to my bed at the moment because that's where I go back to. Um, there's a, I love uh, thrillers. Um, and there's a woman called uh, Louise Penny who writes a whole series of, has written a whole series of thrillers. What and are thrillers? It's, um, it's, uh, stories where there's a murder in the beginning and then the detective has to find out who did it. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> and Louise Penny writes beautiful um, stories, uh, all set in Canada. Um, and I'm waiting for the next one, which will come out in November. That's my mom. My mom's birthday's in November. Oh, mine too. Did you always love reading? Yes. Which books do you love reading? You told me you love thrillers. What else do you love reading? 
novels. I don't, I'm not a great reader of biography or history or things like that. Stuff I will, like that. I will ri- read, I had to read a lot of that, um, for work. Stuff yeah. Like that. But, uh, I'm most often lost in a novel. Love other yeah. people's, other people's lives, other people's worlds. When did you know what you wanted to be? You know, when I was at school, we yes. did not have television in South Africa. I wouldn't mind that. I oh, really? really? Mind that. My brother would. <laughs> he would absolutely hate it. Life would be a misery <laughs> for him. Well, we only had we only had radio, and um, yeah. that was only the SABC. So I didn't really think of that as a as a possible career. I both my parents were teachers, so you wanted to be a teacher. I went to study to be a teacher, and then only when I'd finished did I decide this was not really what I wanted to do. And then yeah. I had to find a job, so I found a job with a newspaper, and. So in the beginning, it was only after I'd started that I fell in love with with the job. Journalism. Yeah. Who were your role models growing up? I suppose my parents mostly. I was I grew up in a very small town in the Northern Cape, um, and as I say, we didn't have television, yes, and we didn't have that. we didn't have international. Stuff like that. Uh, CNN and BBC and so forth um, yeah. was not available. So my world was small. And, uh, yeah, it was probably my parents, mostly. Have they changed now that you're an adult? You're all models. That's what I mean. Yes, of course, because my world has, has become so much bigger. And I'm so much more aware of other people out there. Yeah, I think um, the previous American president was amazing, Barack Obama, with his wife, Michelle. Yeah. I wouldn't say that they are, role model is perhaps not the right way to put it, but they are really people that I look up to. And they okay. they live values and a way of life. Um, I, d- I don't mean physical way of life, mm, but no. the way they handle themselves. Emotionally. Yeah. yeah. Really, uh, I think they are a... Nice pair. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> if you could have tea with anyone, dead or alive, fictional or non-fictional, who would it be? If I could um, spend time with Mr. Mandela, it would be the best thing that could ever happen to me I met him twice but only very briefly and I never had the chance to really sit down and talk to him, I would love to do that What do you do to relax? (laughs) I read (laughs) Yeah And and I I spend time with friends, friends and family Um, we have a We've been, we've lived in the same house for 37 years. Oh my gosh. And uh, obviously we like it. We have a huge back stoop that in winter is very sunny and in yeah. summer is nice what? and cool. So oh. we sit out there. That's and very uh, nice. So in winter we, it's warm yeah. and in summer it's cool. And we open a bottle of wine and we put some meat on the braai and make a good salad. And talk. 
What is the one lesson you would like to teach us high kids today? Mm. Believe in yourself. Believe that you can. So it's a lesson you've learned as well. It is a lesson that I've learned. And I did not grow up a Jewish princess. In Afrikaans homes, children were seen and not heard. So I had a much harder time to learn to trust myself than I think you do. Am I generalizing? Your mum and I taught you the word (laughs) generalization just before we walked in here. Yeah, I think so. I am generalizing, yes. What is the one thing you would change about the world if you could? That's too big a question. One can't change only one thing. Okay, then change more than one thing. (laughs) I wish people would listen to each other, not just always shout at each other and try to get their point across, but be open to the other one, the other person in the room, the other people in the world. The other... I don't know what else to say. (laughs) Where do you see South Africa in 10 years' time? We are in a much better place now than we were when I was growing up. Yes. Definitely. We are in a much better place perhaps even than when you were born. Yes, Um, I think so. There are very many things that are wrong. But we are as focused as possible on getting them right. And so I think we're going to be in a much better place again in 10 years' time. Yeah. Would you like to live anywhere else? No. I like to spend time in other places. I like living here as well. Why? I don't know. I've never been anywhere else overseas. Uh, but I have been to Plettenberg Bay. Yes. And that's nice there. Well, I've been from China to Africa, Uganda and Kenya to <laughs> America, <laughs> wherever. And it's, I really like spending time outside the country because South Africa is difficult. South Africa makes you tired. Um, it's not, you know, it's not, it's hard work being, being a conscious South African. But, uh, I never want to, want to you. live anywhere else, no. Okay. Have you traveled a lot? I think you just told us <laughs> that in the previous question. I was lucky because, once again, the job uh, took me to places that I would not have chosen. I've also traveled just privately with my family. Um, but my job, sent me to the gorillas in Rwanda, which I never would have planned for myself. I'm not a physically brave person who would do adventure travel. And it was one of the most amazing experiences of my whole life. Where's your favorite place and why? My home. Your home. And why? Because that's where my people are. That's that's where I'm I'm happy. That's where I feel the most secure and confident and loved. Where would you still like to go? 
Or have you been everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, we're planning on going to China for the first time wow. next year. I have been there, but only to work. And if you go to yeah. work, then yeah, you don't nice. really see yeah. anything apart from the story yeah. you're working on. But uh, we're, we're, that might might be possible next year. So that'll be fun. Um, where else do I want to go? Maybe Morocco. Why Morocco? Sounds so exotic. And the, the pictures you see of Morocco are so beautiful. All these strong, solid colors. And um, it just it looks like a, a wonderfully... Um, Looks like, it looks like a nice place, mm. but you never judge a book by its cover. <laughs> so it might, it might be a nice place, it might not. Your book has been so well received. Do you think you're going to write another one? I don't know. I didn't see this one coming. <laughs> I was busy with the doing all these interviews, and then I thought this might be a nice project, and so yeah. I sat, sat down and made it happen. So who knows? Maybe. I like writing. I, I really like writing okay. because it's it's under your control. You can sit there and do your thing. You don't have to you don't have to write anything, you can just do whatever you want. Mm. Thank you for coming on Hi Kids and teaching us more about journalism. journalism. It sounds like a fun job. It is, thank you. This has been Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Rio Immerman and I'm nine years old. Thank you to my guest, Ruda Lampman, for coming on Hi Kids. And thank you to my producer, Mandy, and DJ Flo for pushing the big red buttons. Join us tomorrow for another Hi Kids show. Goodbye, kids.